we are allowing a lot of things to happen in this earth that do not have to happen and many of it, much of it is because we have not renewed our minds to God's word. A lot of our problems is we're not even acknowledging God. He's there and we're not even, I'm talking about Christian people. We're not even acknowledging God's there. We acknowledge the doctor first. We acknowledge the lawyer first. We acknowledge the bank account first, the creditors first. Acknowledge God first. Welcome to Winning in Life with Frederick Leon, a teaching ministry made possible by the friends and partners of Victorious Life Ministries. Our goal is to provide you with an understanding of God's grace and empower you to live life as a champion. So listen to this message and get ready to start winning in life. Hallelujah, and thank you for joining me here on Winning in Life. I am Frederick Leon. I am your host here today. You know, God wants you to have a disciplined mind. That's what we've been talking about the last few weeks, minding the mind or having a disciplined mind. You might say, what is a disciplined mind? Well, a disciplined mind is a mind that's conditioned to the Word of God. A disciplined mind is a mind that is, that, that is free from unbelief, doubt, Free from fear, uh, and, and a disciplined mind is a mind that is sound, that is balanced with the word of God against the things of the world. When you have all the things that's in the world and the cares of the world coming in and weighing down on you in your mind, you are probably far from a disciplined mind. Now, discipline is not a word that a lot of us uh, love to hear. But there's a lot of people that practice discipline, you know. When I think of discipline, one of the first things I think about are athletes who discipline themselves so they can play the game, whether that's football or, or basketball. You know, when you look at Tom Brady, who some say is the GOAT when it comes to uh, football as a quarterback, you know, seven Super Bowls, you know. Uh, a lot of people talk about how was he able to keep himself from a longevity standpoint of playing in the NFL. Well, you know, when you listen to Tom Brady, one of the th- one of the things he would say is, I learned how to discipline myself. I know that I didn't have speed, but I, I learned how to go through progressions of where I'm going to pass the ball, where my receivers are. I learned to get the ball out of my hands faster because I knew if I took hits on my body, I wouldn't last long. He disciplined himself. But then he didn't just do that. He even discipline himself in the weight room and and when it comes to what he eats and how he eats and how he trains well athletes do it people in the world do it in a business stand, uh, standpoint you know there's a lot of business people who discipline themselves they they spend a lot of time reading different articles and different books about their particular uh uh discipline or their particular place of expertise, their focus of expertise. And they spend their time there and you don't see them spending a lot of time with a lot of, a lot of different people, you know, and if it's, if it's so, it's people in the same sector, you know, it's people that they can learn from. Why? They're disciplining themselves. They're, they're trying to get somewhere. Likewise, you and I are going to have to discipline ourselves. We're going to have to frame our minds to the things of God and not the things of this world. A lot of the reason why we're not seeing supernatural things manifest in the earth or why we don't see the spiritual 
manifesting on our behalf is because we're not spending our time there. We're not disciplining our minds there. We're not renewing our minds to what God's word says. And when you don't, you're going to get hardened to some things because of what the world is putting in. All this garbage that comes in from the news and all this garbage that comes in from all these different social media platforms, you're going to have to do some time away from that so that you can get the God's word fed in so that fear and unbelief and doubt and chaos is not ruling in your mind. Now, before we really get into this again, you know, this I expect that this will be the last message that we're going to talk about. But I really want to do some practical things with you today and really talk the word of God from a practical standpoint. So let's pray and let's get into this. Father, in Jesus name, I thank you, Father God, that you are the source of life. You are God. You are creator of heaven and earth. You are our father. There is no one like you, Father, and we come before you today thanking you for the opportunity to speak this word, Father. I thank you, Father God, that the Holy Spirit will impart to your people the knowledge and revelation of your word, that it will not be hindered by any satanic or demonic force, but your word will go forth. It will not return to you, void. It will accomplish the purpose that you sent forth to accomplish, Father. I thank you that minds are renewed. I thank you that the people's spirits are uh, acclimated to this word. They are trained and they are getting developed to what you have for them so that they can manifest your will in this earth, Father, from a kingdom of God's perspective. I thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, you need to know God wants you to prosper, to win in every phase, in every area of your life. And that happens not just with the physical aspect of who you are. See, everything going on in your life is first manifesting from a spiritual level, from a spiritual realm. Nothing just happens. What is, what are you doing with your time? What are you thinking about? What are you focusing on? You know, Satan came every day to battle Jesus Christ when he went to, uh, put himself away for a time and a season to fast before God to make sure that he could put his emotions under control so that he could function the way God wanted him to function in the earth. And I'm here to tell you that you're going to face battles in your mind from this day forth until you die, particularly for believers. Satan doesn't have to worry about unbelievers because they're already unbelievers. He can, he can, he's speaking to them anyway. He got them doing what he wanted to do. But for believers, you and I, we've got to guard our mind. And if you're an unbeliever, you need to change over to God's way of thinking so God can show you how to live, prosper his way, and you can walk in faith and receive the things that God wants to do in your life so you can complete the assignment that God has for your life, the purpose and the plans that God has for your life. Nothing is just happening. We are allowing a lot of things to happen in this earth that do not have to happen. And many of it, much of it is because we have not renewed our minds to God's word. And I'm talking about unbelievers and believers alike. We must be under God's word and into God's word. If we're going to fulfill our days that God's given us on the earth, that's going to happen because we've got a mindset that's for him. You know, I, I, I'm I not going back to Matthew chapter four. You can go read it for yourself. But look at what Jesus had to battle. Satan came to him time after time again to try to get him to do something that was not 
in line with the purpose God has for his life. Tell me that's not happening to you. I can tell you I'm guilty sometimes of not totally into God's word and disciplining myself according to God's word. But I work more and more now to do that. And I've been doing this for years. I know God's word is important. I know God's word manifests in this, in this realm. I know that the spiritual world is preeminence and that everything happens from that realm. I know that God has a better plan for me. And sometimes there's some times I wake up and I just, I don't get to where I need to get to. And I have to say, God, uh, I repent. I changed my way of thinking. Let me get into a place I gotta get before you. I ain't, it's not a want. I got to, I must, if I'm going to perform, if I'm going to do what you want me to do, I must spend time with you. And there's times I want to spend time with God and I'm, I'm, you know, I got praise and worship going on, but then there's times when I hear him just say, Hey, cut that off. I want to spend time with you, not with this praise and worship. I want to speak to you. I want, I want to speak words into your life. I want to show you some things. And then sometimes we're sitting here, we, we do praise and worship. That's great. That's fine. But that's not my focus. My focus is his voice. And his voice comes from his word. I'm going to say it again. The praise and worship is good. We should praise God. We should worship God. But a lot of times my praise comes from out of my time of spending with him where I've heard his voice and I've received his word. And then that voice that gave me that word causes me to praise him because he's given me something that I wouldn't have got if I hadn't spent time listening for his voice. Sometimes we want to listen to everything else and everybody else, but we're not listening for the voice of God. We're not listening to the word of God. We're not gaining impartation and knowledge that comes from the word. That's where impartation is going to come from. That's where your wisdom is going to come from. That's where revelation knowledge is going to come from. And that's when your mind is going to be renewed and changed to the ways of God so that he can manifest his will in this earth. Somebody say hallelujah. Now, I'm going to try not to get all caught up in the spirit because I can feel God's presence in this place this morning. I feel him when I'm coming on this radio because, you know, I don't just get on here to talk what Fred wants. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's about It's about you. There's a lot of people decaying every day. I don't know if you know people are dying every day. And it's time for us to stop playing church. It's time for us to stop looking like church. It's time for us to be church. And you can't be church unless you be like God in this earth. Now, I think some of us become this word. You're going to hear me talk about it, not the doctoral degree kind of word. But we've been marginalized through religion. Maybe that do sound more like the doctorate. Theological person. The doctoral degree. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to be, but we've been marginalized. We've been sensitized to the things of this world and we've allowed our mind to be bombarded by the things of this world and it's causing us to be hardened in our heart. It's causing us to be hardened. And when I say the heart, I'm talking about the mind. So I want to start out, I want to read with you, if you will, turn with me to Proverbs chapter 3. I like to read this because it's my one of my scriptures for getting my mind set in the things of God. So we're going to read this and, uh, and I'll, you know, we'll move back and forth. It says, my son, forget not my law from the, this is the King James Version and the Amplified, I'll, I'll go back and forth. But let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. 
Write them up on the table of your heart. Your heart. Now this place, your heart, I keep telling you, when you see heart in the Bible, God's not talking about the one that pumps blood in the midst of your heart, that big thing that's in the midst of your, in the center of your chest. He's not talking about that. He's talking about your mind, your heart. If you look at the strong concordance, it's going to talk to you and tell you that the Hebrew word for that, right? When you start talking about the heart, there's a, there's a word for that. And that word comes from a Hebrew word pronounced Leb, L-E-B, or it's, that's in Hebrew. Don't worry about that. But it's pronounced Leb, and it means the heart. It's the form of the heart, the place where your feelings and the place where emotions and the place where your intellect is, right? So the soul of a man, your mind, you know, you are spirit. God gave you a soul, and you live in the body, and the mind is in the soulless realm that you have and in that realm the soulless realm is where your will is at your intellect is at your emotions is at and if you don't control those things and you don't discipline them according to God's word you're going to find yourself controlled by other mechanisms other people other things other other thoughts other religions other other spirits that are not from God and that's why we get so, I, I, I hate religion so much because we have allowed ourselves to have a form of godliness, but we deny the power of God's word. And he talked about that in the book of Romans, having a form of godliness, but denying the power. And there's a lot of people having a form of godliness, but we're denying God's power. We're not allowing it to go forth and work because we won't do what's necessary to train our minds to God and his ways and his word. Matthew 6, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Take no thought, no thought for your life is what he's telling you. If you go read the early parts of Matthew 6, 25, I think is where it begins. Take no thought for your life. What you should do, what you shall eat, what you shall put on. I know what you need. I'll take care of you, but I need you to put your thought in life into me. Seek me first and I'll take care of all these things. Sorry about that. Sometimes I get happy. I get, I get caught up in here and in, in my space. I'm looking for another building to spread my space, my wings, uh, to, to do more video and stuff in the studio. But I sometimes I got my laptop. I got my Bible and I'm trying to refer to things and uh, I move my hands. I like to move my hands when I'm teaching and when I'm preaching. If you've ever seen me preach and sometimes I got to sit still like a little kid in a corner so I don't make noise and hit these microphones. So you might have heard me do that. I apologize for that but we were talking we've been talking about setting our minds in agreement with God's word say this I must set my mind in agreement with God's word and when I set my mind in agreement with God's word I will not have a hardened heart but I will have a heart that fear God trusts God reveres him acknowledges him and participates in his will in the earth therefore I am manifesting God's word and his will in the earth See, many times we focus on receiving the knowledge of God's word. I got knowledge. I went to church today. But we don't focus on applying God's word and spending time with God, with that voice. You know, you got to get up in the morning. I get up in the morning sometimes and I'm praying in the spirit. Uh, I heard God tell me this. He says that the enemy can't take your life. He'll try to destroy it or derail it with tricks on the mind to get you all focused. Hear that word? Focus. Isaiah 26, God will keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on, focused on me. 
focus. Say that. I must focus my mind on God. I must focus my mind on God's word. When you focus your mind on God's word, you're focusing your mind on God. See, I will keep them in perfect peace. Even in the midst of travail, even in the midst of trouble, even in the midst of chaos, I will keep that person in perfect peace whose mind is focused on me. Now say, I must focus my mind on the things of God. That's what we got to do. And that is not something you do once, twice a day. No, it's something you practice doing daily. Focusing your mind on the things of God. I know I have to. I'm, proud, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it more and more to do it more and more. So he says, when I put the word of God and write it on my heart, in verse 3, verse 4, Proverbs 3 says, I shall find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Favor and good understanding, right? High esteem in the sight of God and man. Now listen to what it says. Verse 5, trust in, you need to hear this, trust in, trust in and lean, lean, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with your all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Say, I will trust in God and lean not to my understanding, but to his ways and his understanding. That's what God's word says. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not, lean not to your own understanding. Huh? Your knowledge is nothing. You need the knowledge of God. You need revelation knowledge. Sometimes we think we hear all the other stuff. We follow all the other people. You know, I told you one day, you know, people talk about yoga, practicing yoga, and people talk about practicing Reiki. People talk about practicing Tantra, and people talk about practicing all these other forms of meditation. You know what God said in his word? Joshua 1 and 9. Oh, oh, one eight, Joshua 1, 8 through 9, meditate the word day and night. He didn't say meditate on Buddha. He didn't say meditate on Muhammad. He didn't say meditate on Krista. He said meditate the word day and night. Meditate on me day and night, my word, my voice. And what's going to happen? You're going to have good success if you meditate on my word. Why are we trying to meditate on all these other things and then we're trying to pray according to all these other things and mix it in with God? And godliness. First, second Peter chapter one, verses one through three. God says, "I've given you everything that pertains to life and godliness." God's giving you everything you need. Say this. Say, I have everything I need in Him. In Him, I have everything I need. There's a scripture that says, "In God." I live and move and I have my being. In him I live and move and I have my being. In him I live and I move and have my being. When I get my mind stayed on him, focused on him. Let's continue in this verse 5. says, trust in the Lord all that heart. Lean not to your own understanding. So many people are leaning to their own knowledge. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In everything you do, acknowledge him, and he will do what? God's going to direct your path. I didn't say, I didn't say the job. I didn't say the president of the United States. I didn't say the Democrats and the Republicans. I didn't say mom and daddy. I said, God's going to direct your path when you do what? Acknowledge him. A, a lot of our problems is we're not even acknowledging God. He's there and we're not even, I'm talking about Christian people. We're not even acknowledging God's there. 
We acknowledge the doctor first. We acknowledge the lawyer first. We acknowledge the bank account first. We acknowledge the creditors first. We don't acknowledge. You come to church, you can't, can't even pay tithe because you acknowledging everybody else first with your money. Acknowledge God first. Give him his due. Come before him. David talks about, I enter into your presence with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. I'm going to be thankful unto you. He says, when I come before you, I come before you with thanksgiving. I come before you with a voice of praise. Why? Because I know who you are. Because I know what you do for me. I know I can't do anything without you. Psalms 34. David said, I sought the Lord. He heard me. He delivered me from all my fears. How did he do it? David spent time with him. Don't magnify the Lord with me. Let's exalt him together. I sought him out. You need to seek God out like David did. Psalm 37. God will give you the desires of your heart. When? When you seek him. Everybody wants things. You got things that you want, but God will give you the desires of your heart. And when you start acclimating yourself to God's mindset and to his ways and his word, a lot of times before, why are you thinking things? God's making it happen. He's like, I want to bless him before. Because I know he's got his mind on me. I'm going to bless him. I'm going to bless her before it even she even she can barely think about it. He's like, God, I didn't even ask. And then pop it's there right on the scene. I've seen some signs of that. I want to see more signs of that. I'm so focused on what God wants me to do and where he wants me to be at that he's taking care of even my 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 inner thoughts and desires. The things that I want to do, the things that I where I want to go, how I want to build things and and, and, and bless people. How I want to bless my own family. He's already taking care of it. I'm telling you, we need to focus on what God says and what God wants for us. I mean, this stuff about coronavirus going on, people, no, nobody wants to say a whole lot about it. Everybody got their choice. But how about wisdom? That's what the Bible says right here. Huh? Verse 7 in Proverbs verses 3. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord. Depart from evil. Did you know it's evil not to consult God? And just listen to everybody else. You listen to Fox News. You listen to CNN. You listen to MSNBC. You listen to YouTube. You listen to your best friend. You listen to your mama dumb. Yeah, your mama dumb. Yeah, mama dumb. D-E-M. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just threw it out there. Mama dumb. If you from Louisiana, it's mama dumb. You can't hardly... <laughs> I love you guys. I'm joking with you. Your mama them. You know. Y'all y'all know who mama them is. All your family folks, all your friends, huh? Them folks. Huh? All of them. I'm joking because I be around some around some people and a lot of different folks, international different folks, people I work with sometimes. And I, I laugh I know they laugh at me. I know they laugh at me sometimes. You guys probably laugh at me. It's okay. It's okay. I'm okay with you laughing at me and, and some of my little idioms I throw out there. That's okay. I'm, I love to laugh. I love to have fun. I love to enjoy life. You need to enjoy life. But you can't listen to mom and them all the time. Okay. Okay. You can't. You can't listen to them. You can't listen to Pookie them and and and, and, and Bukwisha and and, and Luckisha and and and, and <laughs> oh, Stop, Pastor Fred. Stop. Stop. That ain't. Uh, 
Yeah, I, you can't listen to all those folks, your friends. Huh? You can't listen to Bubba and all those people. You got to listen to God. Huh? You got to listen to God. Huh? You can't listen to Leroy. You got to listen to God. Huh? You can't listen to Elmo. <laughs> you got to listen to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Look, look what he says. It shall be health to thy navel, marrow to thy bones. What? He's talking about getting godly wisdom. Listen to this. My son despise, verse 11, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary in his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects. And even as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy, verse 13, is where I want to get to, is the man that finds wisdom and the man that gets understanding. Happy is the man that finds wisdom and the man that gets understanding. What did God say? He says, verse 13, I'm reading from the Amplified now, happy. That man is blessed, fortunate, favorable, is the man who finds skillful and godly wisdom, and the man who gets understanding, drawing forth from God's words and life experiences. There you go. God wants you to draw forth from his word, what? And life experiences. Who wants you to do that? God does. Why did he want you to do that? Because you're going to find this thing called good success. Say, I want good success. Say, God gives me good success. That's what God wants to do. He wants you to have godly wisdom so you can have godly success. He wants to manifest his will in this earth. Will you let him do that? Will you let God do that for you? Satan is coming after your mind. Why? Because he doesn't want God's will manifested in the earth through you, through your life purpose that God's given you, through your God assignment. He does not want you to focus on God's word because if you do, God's going to call you to be successful in his plans, in his purposes, in his assignment for you. I had a friend that was on here the other week. You guys probably heard him, Pastor Shea, and he said this. If Satan can attack your who, then he will steal your do. If Satan can attack your who, he will steal your do. What did he mean by that? Satan came out to Jesus when Jesus was up there on that cross. Not on the cross, but when Jesus was out there in the wilderness. Sorry, not on the cross. When Jesus was out there in the wilderness, he came out to Jesus to attack his who? If you be the son of God, cast yourself off this mountain. Off this cliff. It's written. They're going to dash, bury you up. Jesus said, it's also written with the word of God. What is he doing? He's used the word. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. What are you saying when the enemy comes and brings stuff to you that ain't, that's not from God? What are you saying? What do you say back? What are you focusing on? You need to ask yourself, what am I spending my time dwelling on? Because that's where I'm headed to. Whatever I focus on the most, whatever I consider the most, I am going to bring, manifest that thing in my life. When they told Abraham his body was too old, Abraham did not consider what the pundits were saying. He did not consider CNN. He did not consider Fox News. He did not consider the doctor's channel. He considered God. God told him he was having a baby and and, and, and it had to be God because he went off in there and him and Sarah did the do. And there came a brand new Isaac. Isaac came for, you know. When he was trying to do everything over there with the maid, all he had was some bunch of Ishmaels. That means he wasn't from God. 
Isaac was the chosen one. Isaac was from God. Isaac was the seed, the promise that was from God. There are some promises that God wants to bring into your life. There are some promises that God wants to manifest in your life, but you keep going back and forth with the world and getting Ishmael's and God wants you to get Isaac's. But you keep considering what other people are saying instead of considering what God's saying. You should consider what God says first. And when you consider God, you're going to see the promise in your life. You're going to see the promises of God revealed in your life. You're going to see God's word manifesting in your life like you never have before. Shut up, Pastor Fred. I know what I'm talking about. You're going to see God's word manifesting in your life. And Satan doesn't want that. Matter of fact, he sees what's about to happen. He knows his time is coming up short. He sees the end times are upon us. He sees that in this world. And so chaos is being released. But unfortunately, some of that chaos is being bred by people who call themselves believers because they don't have the mind of God. Yeah, that's what I said. Satan's using some of us who say we are under the authority of the kingdom of God, under the authority of God's word. Yet, some of us are cracking the code, uh, breaking the code. We're not cracking. We're breaking. We're breaking God's code because God's got you. He saved you so that you can manifest his will in the earth. And when you start reading the word of God, then you start cracking Satan's code because he can't stand you reading the word of God. Quit breaking God's code so God can use you to crack Satan's code. His hidden thoughts and his hidden intents. The Holy Spirit wants to show you. See, we we want to go to church. We want to have church, but we want to leave the Holy Spirit out. He's the mind of God. That's where the wisdom is going to come from. That's where the secret things that's in God's mind is going to come from. That's where revelation is going to come from. The Holy Spirit is going to reveal to us. But we want to go to churches that won't even let the Holy Spirit in there. I shut your mouth, Pastor Fred. You're going to get on somebody's toes. I guess I need to get on people's toes. Then I need to step on somebody's toes. Because we're doing things that is not from the kingdom of God. We're allowing things that are not from God's voice. That is not from God's word. We're allowing things that's coming in and causing chaos in this world. Because the people who are believers, who are God's children, God's elect, God's chosen one from the kingdom of God are not operating in sync with the kingdom of God. Whatsoever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever I decree on this earth to be uh, uh, unlawful must be what's unlawful in heaven. But whatever I decree on this earth to be lawful must be what's already lawful in heaven. So sickness comes. It's not sickness. You can't dwell here. When sickness touches my body, it dies instantly. When cancer touches my body, it dies instantly. And y'all don't look at me and, t- and don't 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 listen to me and say I don't know what I'm talking about because I've been I've been down that road. I'm st- I'm still dealing with some of the residue from cancer, but I refuse to listen to the devil and I refuse to listen to the enemy and I keep going back before my God and saying God I thank you you are the healer you are my deliverer I am already redeemed and I am restored to what you said in your word I set my mind in agreement with heaven that's what the Bible says you got to set your mind 
Set your mind. It's like a thermostat. Set your mind in agreement with God. Huh? Turn with me to uh, uh, Proverbs chapter 4. Just one chapter over. Verse 5 in chapter 4 says, get wisdom, get understanding. Get wisdom, get understanding. Verse 5 in the Amplified says, get skillful and godly wisdom, get understanding, discernment. Where has our discernment gone to? Comprehension, get interpretation. All these things are from the Holy Spirit. And do not turn back from the words of my mouth. From the words of whose mouth? From the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Who shall? Wisdom and understanding. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Verse 7, wisdom, skillful, godly wisdom is, is the principle. It's the first thing. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Wisdom. See, when you seek the kingdom of God, wisdom's coming. And all these things shall be added unto you. Get wisdom, skillful and godly wisdom, for skillful and godly wisdom is the principal thing. And when you have gotten, get understanding. Get discernment. So when you go get the knowledge of God's word, then he says, get understanding. Get comprehension. Get discernment. Don't just get the knowledge. Go get the understanding that goes with the knowledge. Get revelation. Huh? I want to show you what I'm trying to do. I want you to get the interpretation of what I'm saying. God will show you. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't turn TV on news. My TV is set on uh, sports channels, uh, uh, like Amazon Music and stuff like that. I, we, you know, we do our Netflix and we can watch the movies. I don't do the scary movies things. I don't care how much a kid wants to. I, you know, I don't do that stuff. I don't. I don't want. I don't need no fear in me. You know. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I just, I don't, I don't do that. You know, somebody sneak up behind me and want to say boo. Then I want to, I want to slap them. No, <laughs> that's why I don't watch that stuff. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm telling you, you know, ask my kid. So I'm telling you, you can't watch, you can't listen to everything. You can't watch everything. We got to do better about that. What do you want? Where do you want to go in life? What are you focusing on? Don't give your focus to the world. Don't give your focus to people that want to waste your time. Now let's go down to Proverbs and let's read Proverbs chapter. Let's stay right there in Proverbs chapter four. Let me read this. Proverbs chapter four, skip down to verse 20. My son, attend to my words, incline thy ears unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thy eyes. Keep them in the midst of your own heart, your heart. This is the place your subconscious mind. He wants you to spend time in his word. So it gets into your heart, your subconscious mind, right? Cause that's why people have hardened hearts. That is hearts that are filled with fear, filled with unbelief. And you can't do any God works. You can't even do, you can't manifest the things that God wants you to manifest cause unbelief or fear is there. We'll get to that in a minute. For for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Put away from you a forward mouth and perverse lips. Put far from thee. Let your eyes look right on and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path to thy feet. And let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove your foot from evil. 
He picks up in five, talks about attend unto his wisdom again. What is he trying to get across? The Bible says Solomon, who wrote the Proverbs, is one of the was the wisest man outside of Jesus that walked on the face of this earth. He asked God for wisdom, and God gave him wisdom. Wisdom. Let me read that Proverbs four from the Amplified Bible. Listen to this, my son. Attend to my words. Consent. Consent and submit to my sayings. See, we need to submit to what God's saying. A lot of us go to church and hear the word, but we don't submit to it. (laughs) I heard you preacher. That'll work for you. (laughs) I'm going to try this over here. Well, I just went to preach preach a good message yesterday, but I'm going to submit to this right here. When they step on my foot, they're going to get a good cussing out. Yes, sir. Yeah, buddy. I know what I'm talking about, buddy. They're going to get a good cussing out. I'm telling you. I listen to people all the time. I'm telling you, uh, yeah, that's for you, Pastor. You supposed to know. And I ain't do. I don't do it because I'm I'm a preacher. I do it because that's what the Word of God says. You know, I know we're righteous. Yeah, but that's what a righteous man is supposed to do. No, hey man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I don't go back and do. The Bible says render evil for evil because somebody did something wrong to you. You do something wrong back. No, you can't operate like that. And I know some people like that. I'm talking about, I know Christian people like that. Huh? Well, she she shouldn't have cussed me out. She didn't want to be cussed back out. Somebody must have a cussing spirit. I don't know. It ain't ain't me. So (laughs) I'm telling you, I don't know if that's you, but I keep going there. Huh? Your your wife's. Didn't do something you wanted to do, then you come back and and you won't do nothing for her. You you won't take care of her the way God told you to take care of her, cause she offended you. Go sit down, have communication, talk it out. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. Jesus walked in love, so you gotta walk in love, huh? Jesus was humble and had humility, so you gotta humble yourself. Even sometimes when you ain't, you're not the one who did it. Even when you're not the one who caused the argument, even when you're not the one who started the fight, go sit and say, listen, I don't know how I offended you. I don't know how we got here, but you know, I'm supposed to walk in love and I'm practicing that, you know, God told me I need to just, I need to come in here. Even if I felt like I wasn't wrong, I need to come in here and you know, I may not feel like I'm wrong, but I need to listen to what you're saying, sweetheart. Or maybe I am wrong. Either way, we need to talk about it. You know, that breaks the icing on the cake. It allows people to, 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 to you be able to talk to your wife, to be able to talk. When, you know, if, if you're spouting out with a friend or a boss, I apologize. You know, I told you the other week, I was going off on this dude. You know, ironically, that dude, that dude left because he stepped on a lot of other people's toes. But I went to him, told him, I'm sorry. I apologize, man. I can't talk to you that way. You know? I am not saying he didn't get on my nerves. I'm not here to try to lie to you. He did. But I still couldn't treat him with any kind of way just because he did. I had to treat him with the way the word tells me to treat everybody. will love, godly love, agape love. Not the one Fred wants to give you. The one God wants to give you. So he says, tend to my words, consent and submit to my saints. Verse 21, Proverbs 4, let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart, in the center of your heart, not on the top, right? That came in my ear and went out another ear. Uh huh. No, he wants you to let it come in and center it in into your heart, into your mind. So it becomes part of your daily 
revelation, your daily wisdom to pull from, to draw from, so that when things come up, you can draw from that wisdom in the center of your heart. So you keep his sayings and you deposit them in your mind. Huh? For they are life to those who find them healing and health to all your flesh. That's a, that's where your healing is at right there. That's where health is at right now. Through the word of God. Healing and health to all your flesh. Where? The word of God is. Did you trust God's word? Did you make God's word preeminence? Did you make God's word? Did you give God's word first priority? Or somebody else gets first priority? Think about what are you doing in your life? Where are you flowing from? Think about what you're letting into you. Because what goes into you is coming out of you. Particularly if you let it dwell in your mind and you keep dwelling on it. Over and over and over again. You get angry and you let that anger build up in you over and over again. You're not going to win. That anger is going to come out because you're dwelling on stuff and you're not going to God's word to let love illuminate you so that you can can move forth from the illumination of God's word and his and, and the love of that word. That's going to now overtake you and have you operating in love versus hate or anger. You got depression going on. Get to the word of God. Get some praise and worship going on. Start finding some time with God, speaking to him, talking to him, letting him talk back to you. Don't dwell on those negative things. Don't dwell on those, on those, don't dwell on those negative thoughts. Don't dwell on negative emotions. We've got to learn not to be such emotional people, but be people moved by things, the things of God's word. And when things, our emotions are trying to overtake us, we need to spend some time getting alone or spending some time fasting from some things so that we can put our emotion and our bodies under control. God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, a well-balanced, self-disciplined, self-controlled mind. Say, I am under self-control because I submit to God's word. When I submit to God's word, self-control is one of the fruits of it. That's it. The Bible tells us that in Galatians chapter 5, self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. When I submit to the Spirit of God, when I submit to God's ways, when I submit to God's Word, I get self-control. There are a lot of people that's running what I call willy-nilly, and that's my word for self-control. You're doing anything you want to do. Paul said, everything is expedient. It may be lawful for me, but it may not be expedient for me. I may be able to do it. It may be lawful. It may not be breaking the law. But it may not be good for me spiritually. It may not be expedient for me. Not when it comes to what my heavenly father wants for me. Jesus had to combat Satan with the word. What do you think you have to combat Satan with? How much word are you allowing in? I'm not talking about how much time you go to church. I'm talking about how much time are you personally spending with the word? What are you reading to replace the sin system that's been built up in your flesh? From years of deposits. How are you renewing your mind against the law of sin and death? Because you've got to renew your mind to righteousness. You've got to renew your mind to the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And you can only do that through the word of God. Netflix won't help you. Amazon Prime won't help you. CNN, Fox won't help you. MSNBC won't help you. The NFL channel won't, even though I love it. Especially when my Cowboys play. Hopefully they do good this year. And you don't have to write me and tell me they're not. 
that 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 won't get Fred, Pastor Fred blessings. <laughs> no, I'm gonna bless you now. You can talk about him. I don't care. I, I talk about him sometimes. God wants you to prosper. He wants you to have increase. He wants you to flow in His ways. Cause he wants you to help him manifest his word in this kingdom that we're living in, the kingdom of the earth. He wants the kingdom of God manifesting and invoking his presence into this world system that we're living in. That's how we get past the chaos that we're in right now. Nobody wants to take COVID shot. Nobody wants to talk about it from the pulpit. Nobody wants to tell the people to choose godly. I'm not going to tell you to take a shot. I'm not going to tell you not to take a shot. But if you're listening to CNN and that's why you won't take it, or you listen to Fox and that's why you won't take it, or you listen to your friends and that's why you won't take it, or you listen to Snapchat or YouTube and that's why you won't take it, you didn't consider God like Abraham did. Consider God. Consider not the other people. People say, well, why you take it? I didn't take it when everybody else was talking about taking it. I prayed about it one day and I heard the Holy Spirit say, hey, it's time to go take that shot. Cause I was listening to, I had listened to some stuff in that, listen to me. I didn't take a shot because I was sitting here and saying, Hey man, I better take that shot. I'm in fear. All this stuff coming. I already had a bout with COVID. I also had a bout with cancer and some other things that had hit my body. And what did I put on it? The word. So I put the same thing on COVID, but I trusted God. My wife, my son didn't, didn't experience those symptoms. I did. And I was praying and they were talking about all these things and testing and I, I turned the TV off. I ain't listened to it no more. And just one day I popped up. I was praying in the spirit and I heard, Hey, it's time to go get that shot. So I got my wife and my kid and I said, we're going to go get the shot. After praying in the Holy Spirit, I heard from him. He said, go do it. So I went and did. Now I'm not telling you, he's telling you to go do that. I'm saying, have you considered him? Have you discussed it with him? You know, there's a couple of times I talked about, man, I'm great. Now I don't want to do ministry no more. People don't, people don't support you. People don't give to you. You, you got to feel like you got to do stuff by yourself. And, and, and my wife is sitting to me and saying, Hey, baby, have you been praying about it? That was me and my emotions. I didn't consider God. God says, hey, you know I got you. I went to talk to him. He says, here's some things you need to do. Here's some things I'm going to show you. Look what Paul did. This is how I supported Paul. Look, I'm giving you some apostolic callings, and I've placed some people under you. And I'm look, you cannot quit right now. Look what you're quitting with. You know, I wasn't talking to God. I was flowing out of, out of Fred's mindset. I had to get before God and get into his mindset. What are you doing? Are you going to get before God and get in so that you can have his mind on the things that you're dealing with? Don't fear coronavirus. Don't fear. And don't fear a shot. Neither one of them. Don't walk in fear. And don't not, don't sit back and not take a shot because you fear that you're going to get some chip inside of you that's going to control you. You know what you want to feel? You better feel that cell phone. Cause that's what's getting, that's what they, you don't think tracking is going on in that. I mean, you can turn everything on, but people know that we've, it's already been proven that people know where you are based on your phone. You go to the doctor when you're sick and they put IV in you. That's a way to get a chip in that. You take a, 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 a deal for measles. That's a way that they, that, that they wanted to, you know, you're talking about chips. I'm just talking about nonsense, people. This stuff is nonsense. Well, I won't take it because that's nonsense. The only reason
reason why you don't do something is because he told you to. And most of you're not spending that type of time with him so he can tell you. So I know it's not because God said it. And if you really be honest about it, if you really check yourself about it, you're frustrated with things that you're hearing and seeing, and you don't want nobody. Mama, don't talk to me about that no more. Daddy, don't talk to me about that. Listen here. Shut up and go spend time with God. Yeah, I said it. Go spend time with the Father. That stuff is nonsense. I'm tired of hearing people talk nonsense. And then when somebody dies, well, you want to No, you got to go spend time with God and let him tell you what he wants to do for you. He's not going to tell you to do the wrong thing. And if he tells you it's not the time for you to go get it, don't go get it. That's all I'm telling you. I'm saying consider him. Consider him. And there's a lot of people won't say nothing about it in the pulpit because they scared you're going to walk out the door and not pay tithes no more. I don't have that luxury and I don't have to worry about that. So I can tell you from the voice of God that you need to speak, go get wisdom from God's word, get wisdom, get understanding here again, get wisdom, get understanding. It's the principal thing. Go talk to him. You're going to get wisdom. You're going to get revelation. And if he gives you a check in your spirit, then Pastor Fred, okay with you. But if you're not considering him, you need a spiritual kick. To tell you to go spend time with the father so he can tell you what to do. And you can quit operating from emotions, negative news, negative people, and 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 devilish ways that are contrary to God. Because you didn't consider God's word. That's the ultimate source of information. That's my t- take on that. So turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We're going to go there. We're going to read the word. We're still talking about wisdom of God. You see, the wisdom of God is going to help you develop a disciplined mind. Receiving God's word is going to lead to a disciplined mind, especially as you start applying it. And we're going to apply some of it here in a minute. But you need to understand some things about the natural mind versus the spiritual mind. So first Corinthians chapter two, and we'll start at verse nine. But as it is written, I have not seen nor have eared heard, neither have entered into the heart of man, the heart of man, the mind of a man, right? The things which God has prepared for them that love him. He's talking about the natural mind, right? You're not your spirit man, but you're na- the natural man, just your mindset without considering the spirit. He says, verse 10, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit, capital S, this spirit. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. For the spirit search of all things, yet at deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man, save the spirit of a man, the spirit of a man that's on the inside of you, your spirit, right? But your spirit that's on the inside of you has the ability to communicate to God's spirit, the capital S, that's from God, through the word of God, to get a download from the spirit, Holy Spirit, daily, or however often you want it. By spending time with God, your spirit, man, can take a download. And he can bring that because at the same time you're receiving that download of the spirit, your mind is seeing what your spirit can is is receiving and your mind can get in agreement with what your spirit man already understands and knows. Huh? For the spirit man, which is in him, even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God. Now we have not received. We have now we have received not the spirit of the world. 
That's for us believers. But the spirit, which is of God, the Holy Spirit, that we might know the things that are freely given to us. There are things that are freely given to you and I that we haven't even even dug over into because we have not allowed it to enter into our hearts. We have allowed ourselves to, to, to the Bible says to come out from them and be separate. But many of us are starting to trying to stay where other people are that are not believers and we're not becoming separate. We're not becoming set apart. I didn't say you can't mingle with people. I'm not saying you can't get to know people. I'm not saying God won't use you to affect those people. But I'm talking about from a mindset, we're having the same kind of mindset that the world has. And that is not what God wants for you and I as his children. And matter of fact, he wants us to illuminate their lives with the light of the word. But it's impossible to illuminate somebody else's lives with the light of the word if you're not illuminating your own life with God's word which is the light of the world huh now he says we have not received the spirit that's from the world but the spirit which is of God so that we might freely uh, we might know the things that are freely given to us which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but with the whole, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. But the natural man receives not the things of the spirit. Your natural mind cannot receive the things of God's mind. The spirit. That's from God that he has given you when you became born again, brand new. That spirit man can receive from God's spirit and he can deposit it into your mind. When you start renewing your mind to God's words, he'll start telling you that's right. You can agree with that. That's from me. And now he'll, he'll give you instructions on how to get the rest of you in check. Hey, focus on this, Fred. Focus on this is what I want you to deal with. Because uh, there's some things in your life you need to deal with. Focus on this area. And as you focus on this and seek me, I'm going to help you uh, uh, win this battle over uh, ice cream at 12 o'clock at night. <laughs> I'm going to help you win this battle over them macadamia nut cookies. Yeah, I'm going to help you get up and get to walking and running. Get back disciplined so you can lose that weight. Oh, no, you don't need to watch that. Remember your past. Your dad is not a good thing for you to watch right there. Get away from that. No, I'm telling you, I'm being transparent with you because I'd have my talks with the Holy Spirit because I want to be able to be used by him. Not that he want, but I also want to manifest his will in my life and in the lives of others. For they are foolish, listen to him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. There are a lot of people who are not Walking in spiritual discernment. They don't have it because they won't submit to God's word. Verse 16. For who have known, I'll read that from the Amplified. For who has known, verse 16, this is 1 Corinthians 2, verse 16. For who has known or understood the mind, the counsels and purposes of the Lord, so as to guide and instruct him and give him knowledge? Mm, that's a question. But we have the mind in Christ, the mind of Christ, and we do hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of his heart. We have the mind of Christ. Where is that mind at? It's not your natural mind. It's in your spirit, man. That's where the mind of Christ is. 
And you can have his mind on your mind when you start reading the word of God and allowing God's word to infiltrate your mind. Right. God's word starts coming in on your mind and you start dwelling on it and meditating on it like Joshua one's. Uh, eight through nine talks about you're going to meditate it. Now the spirit man is going to come in and he's going to add the, uh, another layer on top of that mind to say, Hey, uh, you, you're submitting to me now. So now since you're submitting your mind, your natural mind to me, I can work with you to manifest some things in this earth because now we're going to get your mouth fixed. Your mouth is going to start saying what your mind is thinking and what my mind is, 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 is agreeing with over your mind. Now, when you start speaking in your body and everything, it has to line up. That's why you got to take some time out to go spend time with God and his word. You got to take some time to go spend time with God and his word. Spend daily time. I mean, God's giving you 24 hours. If you're a real tither, 2.4 hours a day, that's God. I don't care if it's meditating the word or letting some praise and worship come in. Spend some time with God. And I try to use that as a template for me, but sometimes I'm spending more time. Sometimes I'm here in the radio booth preaching and speaking to you and God's blessing me, but then I'm up doing my own time for myself. I'm reading books for myself or I'm reading the word in, in, in an effort to bless you. But even in that time, it's blessing me. So I, I like to practice tithing my day to God. And I know that God's going to bless it. David said, early in the morning, I seek God. I'm going to get up and I'm going to seek him. What are you seeking? Who are you seeking? What are you allowing to uh, to infiltrate your mind? You are today what you thought about yesterday and what you allowed yesterday. So you need to stop allowing some stuff and start allowing God to do some things in your life. Now we're going to start confessing some things. We're going to do practical steps. These things that will help you and I to, if we get up daily and start doing them, you know, I, on my phone, I have some confessions that I do that I say when I, you know, I don't know if you use you version or whatever, but I use these d- different things that I have on my, on my phone to actually as tools, man, to study the word, but to help me, I create notes. If you got an Apple phone, if you got an Android phone, there's a place to put notes. I put my own notes for scriptures that I'm going to daily. And I write, you know, I copy those scriptures over. So when I see that it's something that helps me with a certain area, I put the name of that area for my confession, whether it's over my mind, whether it's to help me deal with uh bad habits, I'll name that tab and I'll put that scripture there and I'll go and I'll read it. And these are things that I look at throughout the day to help train my mind, discipline my mind to what God's word says. So one of the first things I want to read to you is 1 Corinthians 2 and 16. It says that we have the mind of Christ. So let's turn 1 Corinthians 2 and 16. You heard me say that already, but that's what we just got to reading. For who have known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Say this, say I have lost my mind and I now have the mind of Christ. Say that again. I have lost my mind and I now have the mind of Christ. Therefore, I win in life meditating on the word of God, which is the mind of Christ. You see that you have the mind of Christ. Start confessing. I have his mind and start spending time with God. Let go of other things. Don't mix no other religions. Don't mix no other form of meditation with God's word. I'm not saying it's not okay to go. You know, you know, people use yoga. Know where things are coming from. You know, 
some of that developed off of the the Hindu beliefs. So understand where you're getting things from. And when you start, I say that because I know people who are mixing this stuff up in other religions with God's word. Those things are religion. God's word is not religious. God's word is truth. And if you think that you, oh, that's my religion, quit. God did not call you to live a religion. He called you to live. To live. He called you. Oh, what's going on with my, my tongue today? He called you to live the truth of his word out. He wants you to manifest his words, his will, because his word is his will in the earth. You have lost your mind and you now have the mind of Christ. Therefore, you win in life, meditating the word of God. First John four and four says this. I am of God and I am from God and I have overcome this world. Say this. I am from God. I am of God and I have overcome this world. Greater is he that lives in me than he that lives in the world. Say this, therefore, I am overcoming every issue in life because of Christ that lives in me. Say it again. I am overcoming every issue in life because of Christ that lives in me. I'm getting ready to do a blog that's going to be on my uh, my podcast uh, web page, and you're going to be able to see some of these notes from the the web page on the web page to help you be able to see these same scriptures and download them or whatever you want to do and confess over them daily. God wants you to win. There's another scripture that I like to give you: Second Timothy one and seven. For God has not given a spirit of fear, but a love, power, self-disciplined mind. I have self-control and a well-balanced mind. Say, I have not received a spirit of fear, but I walk in love and I have power and a self-disciplined mind. Say this, I have self-control and a well-balanced mind. My mind is balanced against the word of God. Say that. I love this scripture here. It'll help you. Philippians chapter four, verses four to nine. I will rejoice in the Lord always. I will not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, I will let my request be made known to God. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard my heart and mind. That is your outer mind, your subconscious mind. It will guard your outer mind and your subconscious mind. Listen to this. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Three and six said, for though I walk in the flesh, I am not waging war. That's what you're doing. The battles of your mind, according to the flesh for the weapons of my warfare are not of the flesh, but I have divine power to destroy strongholds. I destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. And I take those thoughts that are contrary to God's word. I take them captive to obey Christ. Say this, Isaiah 26 and 23. I am in perfect peace because I keep my mind focused on God. I trust in you, God. I am in perfect peace because my mind is stayed on God. I trust in God. I love that scripture, man. I think this one here will help you. <coughs> Excuse me. I am not conformed to this world, but I am transformed by the renewal of my mind that I may prove Prove and discern what is the will of God. Say that. I trust in God. I read his word to renew my mind daily. I am proving and discerning what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Joshua 1 and 8, I will think on 
Consider, meditate God's word day and night, so that I may be careful to do everything in accordance with God's word. For it will make my way prosperous, I will be successful, I will be courageous, I will not fear, I will meditate my mind on God's word. The last scripture I want to get you is from Romans chapter 4. I believe this will really bless you. It's one that Abraham had. It says, he staggered not. This is Romans 4 and 20. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Say this. I am fully persuaded that what God has promised me, he is also able to perform. Therefore, I will not consider my flesh. I will not consider my mind, but I will consider God's word only. And I will have the success that comes from the word of God. Hallelujah. That is our time for the day. I believe those scriptures are going to bless you. Listen, if you're here and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior, I want you to confess this with me. Say, dear Lord, I confess that I have not received Jesus as my personal savior. Come into my life. I believe that Jesus died and was resurrected after three days. I believe he's the son of God. And because he lives, I can live through him. I want him to come into my life to make me brand new that I may live through him and manifest your will in the earth. If you prayed that prayer and you believe it, I believe that you're saved. Write me at Pastor Fred at madeachampion.com. I want to plant a resource into your life. Listen, God bless you. And thank you guys for standing with me today. I love you. We're going to be right back here with another series starting next week. You can get to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Our Heart, Pandora, any one of those channels. It's Winning in Life with Frederick Leah, and just put a search in there. If you want to get to the notes here, we're going to have them posted up on our podcast page. That's Winning in Life podcast.madeachampion.com winning in life podcast.madeachampion.com new website is coming up soon it's going to allow you to see a lot of the notes and me blog with you and have uh, daily talks with you through the website hey every Friday on the winning life program is giving Friday if you'd like to give to this broadcast you can do so a number of ways just type G-I-V-E in a dollar amount to 979 979- Two four three two one four eight. Again, text G I V E in the dollar amount to nine seven nine two four three two one four eight, and an app will pop up that allows you to give by credit card or by bank account. If you like to give via Cash App, you can do so by going to Cash App and texting your amount to dollar sign winners W I N N E R S. I-N-L-I-F-E. That's dollar sign, winners in life. Please, if you use Cash App, just put down the amount and your name so we know to give you credit uh, at the end of the year. Hey, I thank you for it. I pray God's blessing over you. That favor filters into your life like never before. I believe God's doing wonders and miracles in your life. I decree blessings over you. To you that's giving into this broadcast, God's going to open doors that you've never seen him open for. Thank you, Father. That's it for this week. Join us again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> you know, I like to joke with you. As all robbers always say, something good is happening on your behalf this week. As I always like to say, 
I love you. God loves you. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about that. See you next week. We hope that you enjoyed that message from Frederick. We are here to partner with you so that you can win in every area of life. If you would like to contact Frederick, you can do so via email at pastorfred at madeachampion.com or write us at Victorious Life Ministries, 4621 South Cooper Street, Suite 131, Box 611, Arlington, Texas, 76017. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you. And remember, you are a champion.